Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I may say here that in the end, no fewer than 49 witnesses were called for the Crown, their evidence involving an enormous amount of patient preliminary inquiry and hard work. Amongst the first of the important facts to be discovered was that on the afternoon of the day of the murder, a man and a young woman had been seen in South Cliff Avenue. The woman remained at the top while the man apparently was making himself familiar with the avenue and the arrangement of the houses. Undoubtedly, this man was Williams and the woman was Florence Seymour, her name, like his, being an assumed one. At that time, as developments proved, Williams was prepared in every way for the burglarous entry of the Countess's house. Events now moved rapidly. There came upon the scene a young man named Edgar Power, who had been a medical student and lived at Haringey. He had known Williams for two or three months and was also acquainted with Florence Seymour and Williams' brother. To this brother from Eastbourne, Williams, after the murder, sent a letter card saying, If you would save my life, come here at once. Come to Four Tideswell Road. Bring some money with you. Urgent, urgent. In consequence of what he'd learned, Power came to Eastbourne and called on Major Teal and said his name was well known in the medical profession and he felt that whatever he said would be treated with discretion. And he told Major Teal that the brother and Florence Seymour were going to London by the 745 train that night. Chief Inspector Bower, I, and Sergeant Heyman decided to go by the same train, taking power with us so that we could keep the brother and the young woman under observation. We traveled in a compartment by ourselves, having seen that the pair had entered another part of the train. It was reasonable to assume that they would join Williams, and our plan was to see him and invite him to give an explanation of his movements at the time of the murder. But subsequently, on the strength of information which was in our possession, we resolved to arrest him and charge him with the murder. It was a densely foggy night, and when we reached Victoria Station, we had the greatest difficulty in making anything out with certainty, but we saw the brother and the young woman and saw that they took the only taxi that was available and drove off. 
they quickly disappeared in the fog leaving us quite helpless for that night at any rate but williams's haunts were known to power and it was arranged that next morning we should visit some of them in the hope of meeting the man we wanted to get accordingly we went to various places but had no luck until lunchtime when we entered the buffet at moorgate street metropolitan railway station it was about a quarter past one o'clock and there were a good many people in the place amongst them williams who was at the bar drinking power joined him and engaged him in talk inspector bower and i did not hesitate a moment we just rushed up and collared williams put a word or two in his ear and at the same time made a pretense of arresting power there was a tremendous commotion of course but we got williams into a taxi and took him to cannon row police station on the way williams said i'm perfectly innocent of this i wouldn't do such a thing bower asked him if he would care to say anything about his movements on the wednesday evening but williams replied i say nothing soon afterward he said whoever did that did it to get the countess's papers for political purposes that's what i think anyway no doubt she's mixed up in some political business at the police station power was released and i formally charged williams with the murder of inspector walls his only answer then was very well and he was locked up for the time being on the following day saturday when we were driving to victoria station williams said if you inquire at eastbourne station you'll find that i went there to catch a train just after five o'clock on thursday i just missed it and got one twenty minutes afterwards i paid excess fare on the third class ticket it was a big chap the collector he must remember on other occasions williams made statements which left no doubt whatever that he was at eastbourne at the time of the murder and it became less and less difficult to establish his direct association with the crime at the time of the arrest none of us had any idea who this man was that we had in custody and we knew nothing whatever about his past all we had to go upon was the word of power but very soon we began to learn something of william's antecedents for in reply to a message sent to scotland yard an officer from the fingerprint department visited cannon row and took the prisoner's fingerprints a very short time after that had been done this officer who had gone back to the yard to make inquiries returned with two or three photographs which showed the sort of man we had got and showed that he was a very well-known skillful and dangerous burglar this revelation strengthened our arm a great deal as it was pretty certain that the object of the man who was hiding on the canopy was burglary having been kept at cannon row for the night we took williams to eastbourne on the following day he was securely handcuffed and when we got to the end of our journey inspector bower made a suggestion which caused the prisoner to be known as the hooded man and doubtless increased the enormous public interest which was shown in the case 
in affairs like this the question of identification is of course of the most vital importance and there are always excitable people who are wanting to come forward and make statements the police were particularly anxious that there should be no unfairness done to the prisoner and so it was that inspector bower suggested that his face and head should be completely covered this was done by putting over him a blue apron with spots and when we reached eastbourne station it was impossible for anyone to see his face nor was it publicly seen until he was brought up in due course at the police court there was an enormous crowd of people in the neighborhood of the station and a great many photographers but no photograph was taken of williams's face and the chief constable issued strict orders against any photographing in court by means of these precautions which were adopted time after time there was no possibility of unfair identification from the very beginning this case excited uncommon public interest and a very large numbers of people were unable to get into the police court to hear the preliminary proceedings amongst the visitors were many ladies some of whom brought lunch with them so that they should not have to lose time in getting refreshments outside i must go back a little to the time just after the arrest to tell of what happened then when williams was in custody hayman went to victoria station to get the luggage and bower and i went to scotland yard where we decided to go to victoria and see if we could find out anything of the movements of florence seymour we got a taxi and on the journey while we were looking out of the window i spotted her we stopped the taxi jumped out and followed her as she was going into a tea shop just as she was entering the doorway bower spoke to her and though she was quite taken aback she stared steadily and tried to bluff it through but he persuaded her to accompany us to the yard she there made a statement which proved to be quite untrue for one thing she declared that she had not been in the neighborhood of the crime though very soon after his arrest williams had declared that at the time of the murder she and he were at a picture palace performance in eastbourne subsequently she made other statements which varied a great deal and several of which she withdrew alleging that they had been obtained under pressure which was not the case from time to time williams volunteered statements amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better learn more at managementconcepts.com that's managementconcepts.com every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at u.s border patrol protecting our borders is more than a job it's a calling agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe if you're ready for a new mission join u.s border patrol and go beyond 
Learn more at cbp.gov careers.